<laughs> you got to grab the microphone, Richard. <laughs> I was lying. I was lying. We are now recording. No, just start talking. Check. Okay, we're recording. We're recording now. <laughs> Yo! Hello. How this are you? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's the best intro A Afukuswa. Let's go. Okay. Where are we going? Downstairs. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. Good? Great? Uh, we've been good. Great. Awesome. So, this welcome episode to 10. episode number 10. Right? This October is 10, is right? Tenth month year. This double is digits, double digits. Double digits. Yeah, we've been rolling for 10 episodes. It's been a great journey. We got our uh, October artist here with us. It's been, what? what, what is it, uh, 87 degrees a day in October? A brisk fall day? <laughs> it's ju- just like fall's supposed to be. 87 like, degrees in Rochester. Listen, we get, all, we get five seasons in Rochester. We get... Uh, the fifth one is obviously construction. Yeah. Right. But we first get all, summer, second right? summer. <laughs> we get right. We get all four in one week. But no, it's, <laughs> it's it's been great. We've been we've had a you know great run of artists in the gallery, and I'm excited for the bunch we have here. Um, and yeah, Kwaje, I think um, we're at the at the cusp of something great because we're actually ending the year. With the bang, we still have our January reception uh, fundraiser up. So if you can, please uh, support us. And I appreciate those that have, it, that have uh, been able to support us um, recently. And, you know, we greatly appreciate that because you're actually giving us the opportunity to make this event happen. Uh, we're trying to run it back and um, be able to have all of our artists uh, be able to have the opportunity to be able to uh, come back into the gallery and to be able to showcase their art one more time so that we can have one last curtain call on January 5th. So please, if you can, uh, support us. And also, please join us on January 5th. It'll be a great time to uh, end out the, well, even though it's at the beginning of the year, but to, you know, summarize the whole uh, behind-the-glass year um, in one big reception. It'll be great. So please, uh, if you can, support us and just, you know, come out on that night. Um, but yeah, uh, let's talk about our October artist. We got three great guys um, and one gal um, <laughs> here with us today. Um, and um, <laughs> yeah, um, Kwaje, uh, what do you feel about our artist that we got here today? You know, always excited to to welcome some new folks in. And it was interesting as we started to, to get started. And it, it kind of talks to you a little bit about how community is, is built. Uh, you know, folks walked into the space and it was like, hey, nice to meet you for the first time or nice to connect with you in a physical space. And so, you know, we think about um, the behind the glass journey uh, is so, so important and so cool um, to bring folks out of, um, you know, that digital space outside of their their cell phones, outside of a, a small uh, screen, um, unless you have the fold and, you know, you're able to, to open up like you are super cool. Um, but you know, you're really to bring them out of that, that, that screen and to connect in a physical space to have physical prints on the wall and to also ask people, you know, to be able to ask questions, you know, we're going to ask a couple of questions today, but when you come into the, to the gallery, um, for the opening, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity to connect with the artist and, and ask them like, you know, why did you take this picture? Why is this, this picture so important? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that, you know, it's, you can do it online, but it's not the same 
it's not the same vibe, right? right? Like you're going back and forth texting, you're going back and mm-hmm. forth messaging. It's not the same vibe as connecting in person and hearing someone's story. Right. Yeah, there's there's a feeling when you go and support somebody in person that matters mm-hmm. a lot more to the artist. It matters a lot more to you mm-hmm. when you get a chance to do it. And before we get into the episode, I wanted to shout out to Guaje for an amazing gallery that he just finished yes. over at the Joy Gallery over on West Main. It was an amazing experience. And just wanted to shout out to Quaje for killing it with his uh, black and white gallery. It was a phenomenal experience. Very phenomenal. That. But that's the kind of that. that's the kind of community that these guys are building. Is they're mm-hmm. bringing their own stuff. They're bringing other people's. And as I've mentioned before, supporting them directly in the way they want to be supported. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an exciting uh, opening in January. And the money's not going to these guys. The money's going to the artists so they can bring their stuff to the wall so we can keep the behind-the-glass experience going. Mm-hmm. This isn't going in their pockets. This is going back right into what the gallery is. So support what they're doing, everybody. This is, uh, this is the community that we're building here in Rochester right now with everything between you know Lunch Door, between Behind the Glass, between everything that's going on in Rochester. Now's the time to support directly the things that you believe in. For sure, for sure. Um, I just want to add also, I think it's pretty awesome that the fact that the artists that we have here, and I think uh, I also mention it a lot, uh, the fact that it's important that we always support our inner circle. The artists that we have here are a network of artists that are connected to, you know, past alumni that have been in the gallery, right? So a lot of times we have artists that come to us that are shooting us shooting us texts, right? Uh, Kwaje and myself or uh, hitting us up you know on instagram dms and saying hey have you seen this person or have you uh checked out this person or why don't you uh uh, have a look at this person and what they're doing and this these people that we have today are example of that that are you know uh basically people that have been recommended numerous times um that we should definitely be checking out and i'm pretty sure that once you get to know them uh you've definitely probably seen them you know in your stories you know in around the gallery a lot of times, um, so uh, definitely uh, we're excited to have them here in October. And when we come back here, uh, you'll get to know our October artists. All right, we are back with our October episode of Behind the Glass Gallery. And we're going to start off with our first October artist. We have Victoria here with us. How you doing? Pretty good, thanks. Are you nervous? A little, yeah. but I also talk for a living, so I'm kind of used to it. Okay. Perfect. What do you do for a living? I'm a licensed mental health therapist. Awesome. I would hope you're licensed, <laughs> right? <laughs> that would kind of not be good. That would be pretty bad. Pretty on a bad. Podcast. <laughs> pretty bad to put it out there. <laughs> awesome. So um, now, so when you're not helping people, because that's a very important job, mm-hmm. you obviously are into what? Oh, I love art so much. Right. So fine art. I started out mostly as an illustrator, so a lot of painting, a lot of charcoal sketching. Mm-hmm. And then I got into photography later, like mostly in college, because um, I studied at RIT. Oh, RIT. Yeah. You got a lot of alumni that started in RIT. Yeah. That's awesome. So what? did you grow up, like, in Rochester? I did. So I grew up in Penfield, and then I left the suburbs when I was probably... I don't know, 12, and then I moved to the south wedge of the city, and then, yeah, went from there. When did you pick up a camera? Pretty young. So 
We had a Kodak brownie in my house. That was my grandpa's because he worked for Kodak. Um, Is that Kodak connection? I know, Kodak. I don't think it worked, but I just loved playing with it as a kid because it was so cool and fun. I remember um, playing with my dad's brownie <laughs> and then breaking it, and then yep. I think I blacked out after that because <laughs> <laughs> I know I woke up in another room, I think. <laughs> that's what happened. You dissociated? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's what happened. That's good. That's, that's normal. <laughs> we all do it. Um, <laughs> but I had a Polaroid when I finally had, like, some allowance money. I bought my first Polaroid. I think I was 12, Kay. and I would just take pictures of, like, cats <laughs> my brother. <laughs> my first Polaroid was that uh, one that I think that everybody had that uh, that rectangle one that you would uh-huh. slip out. Yeah. That had like the strips of like you know. No, no, it was a little tiny one, the little the, the toy one that everybody had. Um, oh gosh, what was that little? It was called something. Mm. You don't know what I'm talking no. about. No, I had a six hundred. Right. Oh. No, this was like it was like a like a fun toy one that everybody had. It was like a, it was like when you pulled it out, it was like on a long strip. Oh, cool. See, that's the thing. Like when when Richard's talking about that, like Quaje oh, knows damn. roughly what he's talking about. Now I know I'm, roughly what he's talking about. Now I'm gonna look. All the up. young people have no God idea what he's it. talking about. God this is crazy. Damn it. There's like one listener that knows. They're like, oh yeah, I have that. <laughs> but go on. Yes, keep going. Sorry. So off the rails. So it was cats and you your know, brother. My brother, neighbors, yeah. plants. What, I don't, whatever 12-year-olds are looking at. <laughs> Plans. Do you have any of those pictures <laughs> still? Oh, I do. I have, I have somewhere? some. Yeah. yeah, and like an old photo album. Mostly of my friends. It's kind of weird looking back at it because they're, we were like so little. Yeah. But yeah, they last forever. What was it about? You know, I know you talked a little bit about the illustration and mm-hmm. um, the charcoal pieces. What was it about photography that really pulled you in? I think a lot of things. I love that it's so... Oh, thanks for pulling up the picture of the camera. <laughs> I still don't know. The, I don't remember it at all. I'm, wow. I'm sorry. Missed out. I'll have to find one on It's eBay. called an iZone, everybody. That <laughs> was there. It's called an iZone. Polaroid oh, okay. iZone. Okay. Thank you. Polaroid <laughs> iZone. Oh, yes, go on. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of things. So I, I think what I liked the most about it when I was little was that it was just really fun to mess around with cameras. And and I had an older brother and an older sister who were like really, they had like 35 millimeters at that point and were definitely more artsy about it. Like my sister would take black and white photos of us all the time and have, there's like a really, really cool one of, of both of us when I was pretty little. Um, But I like that it was so portable and easy to bring around and you can just, play around with it with your friends, but I really didn't get into photography until college. Um, a lot of my friends that I made at RIT were photography majors or like new media design majors, and they would always have a project due, and it would be like a Friday, and they are like, shit, I got a project due in like three hours, can you model for me? And we would just go out in the woods or something, and like one time I got to be a dead body, it was great. Uh, <laughs> They're like, I need you to be a corpse in the woods. It's like, like law, yeah, let's do it. It's like one it. of those Law and Order credits. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> Dead turned body out great. number three, episode yeah. twelve. <laughs> yeah, it. like just lie in a pile of leaves, and it'll be great. And we would do stuff like that all the time. And then they started to show me, you know, these are different cameras that we use. And at RIT, it was nice because if you're a student, you could rent equipment 
Yeah, you could take out all kinds of stuff, and the lab was right there. So I learned, you know, I could just take things to the lab and get it printed and developed in really interesting ways. And a lot of it was just experimental. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. Still don't really know what I'm doing. But it was just fun to play around with it and try different cameras. And I think that's when I got into the plastic Holga, which was just a basic, cheap, medium-format camera. And I've stuck with it ever since because it's just so fun. Like, you get really cool effects from it. it. You know, now everything's, like, filtered on Instagram and whatever. But at that time, there was really nothing else like it. Like, Instagram didn't even exist yet. Um, and I just stuck with it because it's, it's just really fun. You, um, I know you talked about the, the Hoga a little bit. Um, you do digital work, too, or is it, are you really focusing mostly on film right now i really like film the most i don't know a lot about digital cameras but my my brother was really nice when i graduated he did get me a nikon dslr for a graduation gift uh, i think it's like a d300 it's nice, old that's a nice brother that's, was it, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 was yeah. it a hand-me-down that he had that he no. gave you no it was refurbished he okay. got it oh right yeah. right okay oh, that's, um, nice. that's very nice i know I I right 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 Shit, I didn't get anything for <laughs> nothing. I didn't get nothing for graduation. No. Yeah, wow. You got a de- you got, I got a degree. A, I mean, I got a diploma. <laughs> you, you got the gift of I got a good wa- education. I got to walk that's the stage. That was it. Like they were like, that's enough. That was it. Yeah. Walk the stage. I mean, but that's awesome. Yeah. How would really you stumble nice. upon the the hoga? I think at the time, like someone had just recommended it, and they were so inexpensive. Mm-hmm that I just gravitated toward it. When I saw the effects that you can get from that really basic camera, it was just, I was hooked to it. And I, I used it a lot. Um, but when I graduated, I, I then went off to grad school and I left Rochester for a while. And my graduate studies were so intensive. And I had like 12 to 15 hour days and I didn't touch camera for probably five years after that. It was just too much. Um, so recently got more back into it. Honestly, probably from the pandemic, yeah, because I had a lot of time. And I know you talked um, right there at the intro um, about the being a mental health counselor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel that photography helps you in any way mm-hmm. in terms of um, you know getting out there? And I know you talked about coming back to it during the pandemic, which I think mm-hmm. a lot of folks either came back to something that they were passionate about mm-hmm. or um, started something that right. you know yeah. maybe they didn't have time for previously. Exactly. I think it helps me tremendously. The work that I do is extremely rewarding in itself, but it's incredibly high stress. And, you know, especially with the pandemic, it became probably the most stress I've ever felt in my life. But it's important when you work in the mental health field to take care of yourself and to connect to something outside of work. And it can be a very isolating job because it's very private. And, you know, I can't really talk a lot about what I do with people, um, but they know what I do. And I think photography became a really helpful outlet creatively for me um, just to kind of get that part of my brain flowing again because everything was so logical and so research and focusing on everybody else. And I feel like it opened up that part of my brain to be like, hey, you're a creative person too. (laughs) You don't just read books all day. Right. Um, And it did get me meeting a lot of people. So 
you know, it can be an isolating job sometimes. Um, it can be hard to relate to people who don't, you know, work in that field or maybe aren't supportive of it even. And photography just introduced me to so many awesome people in the community. Like, honestly, just the community. Like, just going around the city and meeting people. Yeah, um, for sure. People see you with their camera and they're, they kind of are excited about it. Or they just want to know what you're up to. And it's just very fun. Yeah. Very welcoming. It's got to be an interesting change of pace to be seen for that side of you versus your professional side. Yeah. If you're not used to being out from the non-professional side of things, you get to be seen as a different version of you than you normally being seen as. It has to be an interesting change of pace. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think a lot of people would even know that about me unless they grew up with me, but certainly... You, I think you're seen a little bit more as a full human, which is <laughs> <laughs> <Just> nice. <laughs> yeah. I, think Who, um, I know you talked about, uh, you know, introduce you to people. Are there folks locally, photographers or otherwise, that um, inspire you to, you know, shoot what you shoot? Definitely. I mean, I, I followed both of you guys for a while because I love wall therapy so much and all of the mural work that's gone on in the city. So I was already familiar with both of you, and my friends definitely got jealous once I was like, <laughs> I'm not talking terms with Quaje. They're like, what? <laughs> How? <laughs> so, and Richard, too. Like, people oh, know nobody. both of your work very <laughs> well. Funny. Chill out. We're nobody. Okay. <laughs> but people know, and they admire your work. So definitely, you know, both of you well, guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. But, I mean, yeah, like, even... Um, the people that I've met through the gallery mm -hmm. and people that I went to college with, they were really incredible photographers, and a lot of them were specifically film photographers. Mm -hmm. And maybe they don't do it anymore right. professionally, but they definitely put me on that path, yeah. for sure. And I want to make a comment. I know I made this comment. I mean, you said um, people are like you're on talking terms with me. Uh, which is, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Um, if you message me, yeah, I you're will. You big time, I man. will definitely message listen, you back. I told Super you, if I'm, at, I'm at my house. Listen, yeah. Kwaje's big time. I know. Listen, I'm at, my, I'm at my own house. Yeah. Listen, every time, <laughs> I'm at my house and... There's YouTube commercials with Quaje <laughs> on a bike. Super awkward. On a bike, just a strolling bike. by. And yeah. I'm just so like, yo, what's going on? So every, every time I see him around town, I see him walking. He just like averts his eyes. He's like, I don't have time for you. This, yeah. is, right. this <laughs> is my time. This Listen, is, is Quaje time. This is big time. Yo, for no, yeah, it's not. <laughs> I don't have but a commercial. I, I did want to say something um, that I, I messaged you pub yeah. privately about, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I wanted to, to say it publicly um, or on a podcast, <laughs> however you want to put it. You know, I often, people often hear me talk about how big Rochester is and how mm -hmm. I think it's super important to photograph all of Rochester, yeah. not just the Rochester skyline, not just up at Cops Hill. These are all beautiful places, mm -hmm. but I think there's so many more like these hidden gems. Yeah. Um, but I think I, if you mm -hmm. remember this, um, messaging you about your image of the High Falls. Oh, yeah. And I've seen a lot of photos of the High Falls. But that one photo of yours from the, the Hoga, yeah. Um, yeah. that series is absolutely stunning Thank because you. you don't know what time frame yeah. it was in. And that's what makes that, that those photos so beautiful. Yeah. But it's also like brings in a little bit of the scenery around it, this mm -hmm. green space. Um, it's just a, a stunning photo. And I wanted to, to say that. Thank you. you. Know, on air. That's so nice. I appreciate that. It was fun to shoot. And it was it was a spontaneous 
shoot, which was really fun in itself. Definitely. But you're right. There's a lot to explore Mm -hmm. that's not just our landmarks. Um, And... I mean, I have yeah. a ton of photos I've taken of Kodak Tower. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm one of those people. Low key. But yeah. also, like, yeah. I yeah. know that there's there's some mm-hmm. gems. Absolutely, for sure. There's a lot of things that we see every week that looks great in different angles and different perspectives. But um, there's a beauty of people that actually put heart into what they display. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times where Kwaje and I are just showing it, you know, through our messages, and we're like, yo. This person really is putting heart into this. Yeah. And, um, yeah, a lot of times, you know, it's the work that you guys are putting out that we're actually sharing. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you love most about photography or uh, f- photography? What do you mm-hmm. what do you love, like, showcasing the most out mm. of a lot of what you're actually putting out there? Yeah, I think if I think I can, if I can evoke an emotion, that's a bonus. I'm. Even though I'm a therapist, I'm not great at recognizing my own emotions. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm much better at helping other people. Um, so, and I know, like, I remember when I used to draw and paint, I didn't feel like it was really connected to me in an emotional way. Maybe it's because I was younger at that time. Mm-hmm. It felt much more technical. You know, like, okay, I can shade something really well. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, but it didn't ever feel very creative to me. And okay. I think with photography, maybe because it is more about perspective and what you're seeing and then translating that to film or digital, I do want it to feel more of an emotional connection to what I'm experiencing in that moment. And technic- on the technical side, I think I just really love interesting light and shadows in color right and if i can play around with color especially hues and get something different you know like those high fall photos where maybe they looked a little more vintage um you know that was just from film and from light and using an experimental film that was able to do that and i think again like yeah you can do that digitally in lightroom or another Adobe product or whatever, but to be able to do that just with film mm-hmm. feels so much more rewarding because you don't even know. Then to pick up those prints and be like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a different feeling. It yeah, is. I think it's, I mean, we, we often talk about this, um, like film is undefeated in, in so mm-hmm. many ways yeah. because it was the thing that we were using that a lot of digital spaces are trying to replicate, right? You talk mm-hmm. about the filters. It's like, the filters are named after yeah. some film, right? Yeah. Or something that someone got out of film. And I look at, like, I, I've i found myself, like, looking through books um, of photographers or images from, like, the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how is this image so crisp? <laughs> and it was film. Like, yeah. what? Like, right. you're looking at, like, a right. basketball photo, and you're like, the what? detail on this. And the fact that the person taking the photo couldn't look down at a viewfinder and was like, ah, did I get this shot of right. Dr. J? I don't know. Don't until know. they got back mm-hmm. into a dark room yeah. and was like, oh, I guess like, I got this yeah. shot. Um, and so like just that ability yeah. to, mm-hmm. you know, fine tune in camera yeah. to do it is, I don't know. I, I think it's Gordon match. Parks. Perfect yeah. example. Yeah. Uh-huh. He puts it out there and you're like, yo, back in the day, he was like putting it out yeah, like that. There was that. no light room. He couldn't go in. Like <laughs> no. the light room was being in a dark room, dodging, burning <laughs> and yeah. trying to figure it out. But if it was not good on a negative, like that was Get that, it. where in a digital space, and you know, I, 
I work a lot in digital space, mm-hmm. but you look down at the viewfinder, it's like, oh, maybe I could take another one. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I got another one at me. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more. Right, one more. right, right. Yeah. Um, so uh, to hear that story about, yeah. you know, saying, hey, like, I just kind of took a gamble and yeah. whatever happens, happens. Yeah, it's really unpredictable. For but that's, sure. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, yeah, thank sure. you. All right, so let's uh, go around the bend real quick. And we are going to go to our next one. Um, Riley. Hey, what's up? What's up, buddy? How's it going? It's going great, man. You re- <laughs> you ready for us to, to start you. asking you some yeah. questions, my friend? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right, man. So, um, yeah, I guess maybe, to, maybe we'll start at the same place. Like, right. when did you pick up a camera? It's actually feels recent but i guess it's not too recent it was during covid um i was uh in a pretty you know dark space just you know isolated and needed like a reason to kind of like get out and you know do stuff you know get my mind off some things so i ended up picking up a camera which actually was just my phone to be honest hey <laughs> man, start, that's started, how we all started man yeah exactly started uh with some like, pixel phone. over here for real yeah uh started with my phone uh just you know traveling getting outside um taking pictures with like just nature honestly mostly mm-hmm. and then uh a slowly transition to an actual camera as i was getting like more and more interested into actually like getting into photography uh my sister actually lent me her camera she's also like a photographer you and guys have great siblings so <laughs> yeah oh, man. Keep it yeah here. uh <laughs> And does your sister have like a Instagram page and does she share work and do stuff as she much as you or not? Not as much as me. She used to. Um, she mostly does like like bridal photos and just okay. like, That's you know, still like a form of photography. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Awesome. And honestly, uh, she actually, one of my favorite shots of hers was uh, it won like the Rochester like weekly. Um, you Dude, know. come on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it was like, it also was on like a cover of a magazine for Rochester. What in too. the world? Yeah. She, oh, she, yeah. oh but, yeah, she's, she's, but she's, but she's, 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 no, no, not to, come I mean, on. She's like awesome. the only Throw reason. some props, why, man. That's oh, what's I up. Am. <laughs> she's the only reason I'm like good at photography. That's opinion, awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. As like someone like her who like knows how to like take pictures of people when she she wants her picture taken it has to be correct right right so i go. take it i show her not good <laughs> get back there take another one so uh she put me through you know the flames to it kind of set like the the groundwork honestly for like awesome yeah so when uh she gave me that camera it's funny enough that day that she gave me that camera, one of the prints that I'm putting up is mm-hmm. from that day. So awesome. my first time actually holding like a real camera. The story behind a print, I love it. Yeah, so love it, love it. Really stoked about that. Um, but yeah, it was all it was all just during COVID, and then honestly, it's just ever since then, it's just been fucking, you know, just oof. All right. I you know ran with the wind. So. Perfect. That's actually how you know a lot of the uh, behind the scenes of you know. Kwaje and myself really getting into the root of, you know, where we're at right now, you know, just, you know, basically bulldozing into uh, a lot of the work that we put in is, you know, those mental health breaks and, you know, a lot of the times where we felt like we needed that extra push and COVID was that big thing for us, man. We really just had to get to a point where we had to find that outlet. Oh, yeah. I I had nothing before. (laughs) Like, like, seriously, I, I didn't. I've never done anything creative in my life until photography, which is kind of weird. 
but awesome. I was also like uh, kind of like a robot. I was like really like uh, on ADHD medicine most of my life. Okay. And kind of just went through day to day to day, you know, nothing. I'd go to school, you know, come home, play video games, listen to music. That's about it. <laughs> you know, nothing like I'd never had like art. I was never good at drawing or, you know, nothing like that. So it's been really nice to actually finally have like an outlet and to be like proud of kind of like what you're what you're doing so did you grow up here in Rochester yeah yeah I, I honestly I've been in Spencerport my whole life okay. until three four months ago okay and it's funny because right when I hit you up about how can I get more involved in the Rochester scene which is awesome yeah putting yourself out there and I really appreciate it because as soon <laughs> yeah. as you and it's great because you know us photographers we're a network of people that look out for each other right oh yeah and there's some, and we're not going to put people out there, <laughs> but me and Kwaje talk about this all the time. There's some people that want to be, in a way, on this little island, right, where they they, they, they preach that they want to, you know, be there for other people and actually have this type of community, but when it comes time to support their circle, they don't, right? And that was really big for you. You actually reached out to me and said, "Hey, how could I, you know, you know, be more in the scene? How can I be more, you know, involved and whatnot?" And so, yeah, that was great that you reached out to me. And yeah. I was like, "Yo, listen, we we have this going on, we have that <laughs> going on." And so, lo and behold, now you're actually part of the gallery, which is pretty great. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, and this is going to be your first gallery, right? Or uh, how many galleries is it? So, so far, <laughs> what? What do you uh, got? I only, I was in an art, like, competition. Right. I forgot the name of the gallery, but uh, it was basically, like, you submitted four photos. Okay. And I was stupid. I put all my photos into, like, the same, there, there's, like, different, like, categories. Okay. And for some reason, I was like, let me just throw all four photos into the same one, which is architecture. Okay. And they only chose one, wh I mean, which is fine. All right. Uh, I think there's, like, 600 photos submitted and only, like, 80 made it in. Okay. So... I did that, but that's the only that's the only time I've ever printed a piece of my work, which, okay. which was literally that uh, up until now. But how does it feel? Uh, okay, so you printed, you obviously have your work here, right? You <laughs> yeah. brought it here. Yeah. You printed it. How does that feel? Like uh, I know you were, we were talking about printing it. Isn't it a good feeling? Right? Yeah, no, it feels great. It feels great, <laughs> yeah. and and we talk about it all the time. Me and Quadrant, printing. You gotta print your work. Yeah, there's stuff that you gotta see print it. that you don't see until you print oh, yeah. it, right? Like, and I think about. You know, like I grew up during a time where really everything was printed. Like you had a photo, it was in your hand, it was, you know, four by six, maybe you blew it up, whatever. But there's something so cool and tangible about holding a piece. And you're like, oh, I didn't realize this corner. Or, wow, when this is printed, the, the lighting hits it a different way. Yeah. Like it's just such a, a, a cool vibe to, to print. And also, you know, people make the joke all the time, like, when you're not here anymore, like, are you just going to pass on your hard drive? Like, Damn. like having Yo, some of those physical pieces is so important um, and so cool. Like, yeah, maybe you are passing on your hard drive and <laughs> people are like, oh, sweet, I'm about to sell these prints. Um, but also, like, being able to have some physical pieces that you're like, I printed that. That's, you know, hanging on my wall. Maybe that's hanging on mm -hmm. someone else's wall. I gave it to someone as, as a gift. I, I, I think it's, you know, um, it's, it's something that you can't, replicate in the digital space like i can send you a text with a photo on it and then it goes into your thirty thousand photos on your phone and then maybe you look back at it or maybe you don't right you know kind of become something different right there was a piece that i hated and then i printed it and i put it in a show and actually 
I was like, just just submit it, and then somebody actually bought it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big question for you. So you're talking about getting part of the community. Did you have a chance to go out and visit? You know, visit behind the glass, the gallery oh, beforehand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I went there once before. Uh, met up with Rudy and uh, hit him up. We met outside and ended up doing a photo walk after. Just me and him walked around the city. Uh, but yeah, I, I've only been to one before, but it, it was a great time. It was right after I messaged him about it. Yeah. And uh, ever since then, I've been just trying to get more and more out there, you know, just trying to connect with more people. Because honestly, everyone in the scene is just so, so awesome. <laughs> well, it's something about being there too, right? I oh, mean, yeah. that you, you're preparing in your mind for it and then you show up and it changes the way you think about, change the way you think about the people's work that's on the walls, oh, but yeah. it changes the way you think about your own creativity when you're seeing, yep. oh, here's the opportunity. Here's the community that's it's tangible, the community that's here. Oh, yeah. Because right. if I just stayed in my little bubble out in Spencerport doing nothing, I would just keep doing nothing, you know. <laughs> but it, it's been really nice. And then there's been the two photo walks, the Cinestill one and then the Golden uh, Supply Co. one that just happened. Uh, that was awesome. Right. Just getting out with everyone and being able to just, you know, shoot it up, you know, see like it's cool like when you're walking around with a bunch of different photographers too like mm -hmm. you see someone stop and take a picture i stop behind them i'm like what are you looking at yeah that's right a, that's <laughs> another one of those like cool things to because you know we can all i think i might have said this to to uh victoria the you know we could all be walking down the same street mm -hmm. and the cool thing about Rochester, and I mean, it's probably cool at other places too, but something I really appreciate about the Rochester photo scene is we could all stop on the same corner and take all different, oh, yeah. like all of yeah. us stopped on the same corner right now. All of us would see something different, whether it's high, low, we, you know, look behind something. And that's, that's something that's really cool to watch. And those photo walks be like, Oh, I wonder why Richard, why did Richard just stop right yeah, there? No, that's the best. And, but I know Richard well enough now to know why he may have stopped there. I'm like, oh, he sees this. And if he sees me stop, he's like, oh, there must be, you know, these three things. Um, and then every so often we surprise each other. And he's like, oh, I, that's an interesting angle. Like, I didn't think that was something that you would do. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are times where we, you know, <laughs> see something and we're like, I want to take a picture like Richard takes a picture and Richard says, I want to take a picture like, like you takes a picture. But I think that community piece is important. Like, you know, we made the joke about being approachable, but I think, you know, putting yourself out there and saying, how can I be involved? And then showing up um, is really the only way to, to get that going. Like, you know, again, online is cool, but if someone's like, Hey, let's go and meet and have coffee and go for a walk for 10 minutes, like unmatched, um, unmatched. And that's how I met Richard. Like we talked and messaged each other dozens and dozens of times. And then one day Richard is an early riser. So he was like, Hey, let's meet up at 8am um, and go for, you know, just a, a little stroll. And we met and we've been meeting ever since. And that was three years ago. Yeah. Actually, pandemic. Four. Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah right at the beginning. It was three. Yeah. Masked up. Yeah. yeah it was masked up. Mask off. On Clinton Ave. Mask up. Mean streets of Clinton. Before, before, the, before the Kia boys, yeah. Mistress of Clinton, yeah, but yeah. definitely bad. But, but I, I really, I feel like um, on your own, man, you've been really trying to, you know, be more involved, which is really great. And so um, that network of people, you know, is really great that you're actually building that, which is really awesome. So uh, being seen, and now you're, you know, after 
this Friday, uh, you'll be um, actually uh, part of the Behind the Glass alumni, which is pretty awesome. So you'll be able to uh, support the future artists that will be in the gallery and be able to network with them and be able to uh, support them and get to know them, which is awesome. So you'll be part of an even bigger family of future artists, which is really great. So, yeah, so you'll be part of an even bigger family of people that you can connect with, which is awesome. I just have one one more question before yeah. we move on. Um, you talk about how your, your sister inspires you so much. Yeah. What does she think about your work now? Oh, she's, like, my number one supporter. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's wild. Uh, and every time, it's been two now. But Is she still in Rochester right yeah, now? Yeah, oh, yeah, Oh, perfect. Yeah, she, She'll she be here Friday, right? Uh, she's she's busy Friday, but uh, my whole family is going to be coming out uh, that weekend. Just because my parents are busy and my sister's busy. But awesome. we're all going to reconvene uh, probably that weekend. And then awesome. we're going to go out to dinner afterwards. Awesome. That's awesome. You know, they, I mean, they'll really, be able really to still supportive. come through the gallery. You can give them a tour on that Saturday because oh, they'll be yeah. open. There you go. Yeah, exactly. No doubt, no doubt. Okay. But yeah, no, uh, she's still in, still in Rochester. I actually just had a kid. and uh, But she, it's funny enough, she is just starting to pick back up the camera after like a, a long nice. hiatus. And See, you're probably inspiring yeah, her. Look yeah. at that. See, full circle. Yeah. She's like, nah, I got to get back into she's that. Like, Look at that. <laughs> He's getting too yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to put him yeah. back in his place. Hold on, let me show. Okay. Look at that. Show him out. Yeah, the student Should becomes a teacher. Wait a minute. Right. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> For right. real, that's awesome. You gonna do a wedding? <laughs> with uh, her? I did shoot her wedding, and that's the only one I've ever done. Listen, and we I, one and done. done we bro. one and done. Yeah. 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 If the, if they came out good. Are they came out, yeah. Yeah. One yeah. and done. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay Listen, with I'll never do a wedding ever again. Yeah. <laughs> mm -mm. Everybody gets yeah. one. That's it. Yeah, never do. get out on top. <laughs> yeah, even no, for I, people I've we know. That's it. That. No, I've been asked for like a lot of my friends ask me, and I just. Tell them no. The only yeah. way, honest, yeah, no. people that know me well know, the <laughs> only way I'm shooting a, a wedding is if it's B-roll and I can just do my own yeah, thing. Right, right. Don't get upset because I didn't get the first kiss because we all know it wasn't the first kiss. Um, like, don't get upset because I wasn't there when you were cut. Like, I'm going to give you some, right. like, raw, uncut, your <laughs> uncle at the table acting right. full <laughs> shots. Uh, because that's where the real feeling is, not the... Sure. Right, you know, standing out there, like those are those are moments that you want to remember. For real, but everybody with their cell phone is like taking a picture of that right. moment. True. Yeah, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get the 25, 30, 40, 50 moments right. that no Heart one's scene. thinking about. Right. right, like you know the the cousin who doesn't get out much on a dance floor and like. You legit, know, something comes you know on. what? You don't even need a wedding photographer anymore. Just yeah. legit, just. Get an online cloud folder and just say, <laughs> everybody in this wedding right now, upload your shit. One of the coolest weddings I went to right? was every table had um, disposable cameras. Yeah, I was just about to say. Which was like, I thought it was that, super yeah, cool. Yeah, I've seen that. Do that. And so there, there were some real cool pictures that came out of that, mostly blurry, um, especially as the night went on. But, you know, <laughs> that's <laughs> you the go. beauty. Yeah, my one buddy uh, who actually just got married, uh, they did sort of the same thing with Polaroids each each yeah. uh, table had like a Polaroid and they'd pass them around and give them to yeah. different people. And, and then everybody was just shaking them around, right? <laughs> well, I was definitely at a, <laughs> I was definitely at a wedding recently. They had the Polaroid and they're like, oh, take one and leave it behind. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to take one of these with me. Yeah. I'm going to leave you one too. <laughs> so like, Pocket I'm not going to take a picture and not bring it. Like, I want there the picture too. Can't make That's a copy. Perfect. All right. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you, uh, Riley, and I uh, look forward to seeing your stuff on Friday, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. All right, so last but not least, 
We got Ja here with us. How you doing, brother? What's up, bro? Doing well. How are you? Pretty good, man. Good. So, uh, what's up with you, man? How are you? Just chilling. Just chilling. Ready for Friday. Excited to be uh, joining our gallery for October. Very excited. Yeah, man. You, uh, uh, we we connected before because I actually um, I had an Instagram, actually, and then I uh, deactivated it because I was taking a mental health break. Came back on. And then we disconnected, we lost connection, now we're back, right? Yeah. Definitely. So your name, man, has been hitting my DMs for a while. People were like, yo, we need to get a job. Really? <laughs> yeah, man, nice. a lot of people. Man, I had so many uh, people throwing me around, to like throwing your name to me and just telling me that we got to get you back. Nice. So um, I'm, I'm happy to get you back in the gallery, man. So, um, so yeah, man. So when, when did you start? Like, what, 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 where did you uh, get your love and passion for photography? Um. I guess you can say it started from when I was a kid. I kind of started with, like, film, cinematography, being interested in, like, 60s, 80s movies, watching those with my dad. Um, I kind of got an interest in visual visuals in general. So um, I was just using my iPhone during high school, taking pictures of cool things, you know, things that would interest me and, um, like, friends. You know. um, I didn't get my first camera until I think my – 18th birthday bought my own camera like a nikon point and shoot nice so i just kind of used that and um wasn't really taking it super seriously um but i eventually went to school for photography so that kind of nice what school i went to mcc awesome yeah, awesome yeah. So okay it's a quick program but taught me a lot there perfect um so i kind of took it more seriously as i went on you know and then covid happened and that kind of pushed me a little bit to document it and think about photography in a different way how yeah. so? What do you mean? Um, just using the camera for uh, like historical purposes and documenting the world around me. Awesome. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to document? Um, a little bit of everything. People in their natural environment. Okay. Know, I like a little bit of landscape. Right. Abstract. You know. Perfect. What school did you go to before MCC? Like in I went to Douglas. Douglas. Yeah. Ah. They used to call it, well, back in, well, when I was in high school, they used to call it Douglas. Uh, Dirty Doug. Dirty Doug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to wait and see if you were going to finish yeah, it. Dirty yeah. Doug. That's <laughs> the, the known name for it. But they still, wow. Yeah, I don't know. I think they moved it, though, to Charlotte. Right. Yeah. They did, yeah. Yeah. I went to Soda. But oh, I remember, cool. But I remember they, they called it <laughs> Dirty Doug. Wow. Yeah. What year did you graduate? Uh, 2018. 2018? Okay. Awesome. Okay. So, um, th- did they have... Um, did they? I don't know if it was Douglas or I'm thinking of Edison, but I know they had a photography program there. Did they have that there or no? No. Okay. Probably Edison. Probably was Edison, yeah. We didn't really have much arts at all. Right. We had a music class, but not much involvement of arts. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Most of that comes from home. Right. Hanging out with my dad. He's kind of a painter a little bit. He does a little bit of abstract work. Oh, okay. So he's, yeah. so that was my next question. So he kind of was probably your inspiration then, yeah. right? All right, and so he basically, did he dabble a little bit into photography or mostly just art and painting? Um, mostly just art, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And you did you pick up painting at all or no? Not really, no. Not really? Not really a Not drawer. a painter? But I, I would like to do it. I'd like to get into it eventually. I'm pretty sure you had the genes. I mean, our, yeah. our last artist, or two, uh, two months ago, uh, Nick Brandeth, he was a photographer. Yep. And then he literally, like, just decided to do a full, like, 180 into painting out Dope. of nowhere. Dope. And, like, after, like, what, six six months, not even, mm-hmm. was, like, 
an established painter out of nowhere. Wow. Like his work looks like he was doing it for like years. And he just did it out of nowhere, just started doing it. Didn't even take any training or nothing, just started doing it. Kind of just uh, discovered something. About Literally it, so. picked up a paintbrush yeah. and said, hey, let me try this. You know, so, yeah. Um, yeah, one of our Behind the Glass alumni. Shout out to Nick Brandis. Blue Hour, <laughs> Amazon <laughs> Amazon Prime. Always shout out. To the Always That's an awesome out. movie. Check it out. But, yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, um, your dad's proud of what you're doing right now with the photography and whatnot um so um so yeah so what do you got right there i got a fuji fuji film uh xh1 it's nice i don't really care about the camera honestly yeah man that's like, what i love like it. to hear Literally. i don't love care it. about the camera love it yeah, like, let's say that a lot more what do we say <laughs> what do we say q what do we usually say what what is the metaphor we usually say what's about, the matter about the oven Oh cook? yeah, nobody ask. Nobody ask. You'll be like, "Oh man, this dish is good." Yeah. Uh, which kind of oven did you make this? Time? Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> no one, right? Is like, that you a never. Is that you a don't Samsung? say, "Hey, bring out the chef." Is that a chef Samsung comes out oven? And you're you like, "Hey, this? what did you cook? What pan did you use to cook right. this delicious meal?" Did you get it from Target yeah. or Lowe's? And I think I love how <laughs> I love how it's been mentioned yeah. a bunch of times. Like, wow, I just picked up my phone and started taking pictures. True, true. Right. I think you know it's. We have some amazing gadgets. Like, gadgets are great, right? Like, For cameras sure. are amazing. And a lot of cameras do a lot of different things. Yeah. But if I handed a camera to someone who didn't know anything about um, framing or right. any concept of, like, how to pull an image together, yep. it would just be a camera. And they would, you know, take a picture. Maybe it would be great. Maybe it wouldn't be. Mm -hmm. But I think it all comes from a person's right. eye. and. Yeah. Um, you know, I think about yeah. the, the three of you and, and obviously folks uh, that have been with us before. Um, but I think that's super interesting yeah. having uh, gone through MCC mm -hmm. and did and doing the, the, the photo program that they have there and still saying, you know what, it's a nice camera, yeah. but for sure, know, man. It, yeah. yeah, I could also knock this out with film um, camera. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. a five megapixel camera. Yeah, that's right. fine. Whatever. That's a serial killer can kill you with any sharp object, you exactly. know. Jeez, that guy. <laughs> this this that's is the, the message. That's I mean, the message we want to leave everybody with tonight. This is the October episode, so it did get dark. Am I wrong? Super though? quick. That's gonna be the tagline at the end of every episode now. <laughs> Am I wrong? Oh, between the oven and what a serial killer wrong, can do. Yeah. This episode took a I'm left. Very right. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, actually, I had a question for you. You brought yeah. up. Uh, so you brought up inspired by some of the movies you watched, mm -hmm. you know, with your dad, some of the 60s, 70s, and 80s stuff. Mm -hmm. Is there something you feel differently about those kind of movies than you do nowadays mm -hmm. that hits you as a visual artist? I guess maybe the intention. I know films back then, they only had so much time on a roll. They would have to switch out. So they had to shoot with intention a little bit more. Um, obviously, the visual aesthetics can be copied a little bit, but it was just a certain magicalness about it, you know? Yeah. Um, like if you're looking at, like, Godfather, Stanley Kubrick films, you know, those kinds of films are just amazing. Well, it hits you in a very specific way because yeah. you're right. They had to, you had to really work at it. Yeah. And there's some, you know, the volume can be great. You know, the great thing about digital is you can really hammer away and, mm -hmm. you know, work in the editing bay. We've had people in the studio before that, love the editing process that's what they love to do right. and then some people they want to take that time they want to 
set up. They want to wait. They want to hit that perfect moment. Right. There's something about that that uh, there's a little griminess yeah. to mm-hmm. the old movies, too. You get a little bit of griminess, and I think it, <laughs> it it changes the way you think about things when you're like, yeah, I, I don't want it to be the sharpest thing in the world. I want a little bit of that. Yeah. want a little bit of that grime, a little bit of that edge to it. Mm-hmm. A little bit of that grain, noise. Yeah. You know, that's fine. It, it changes the way people see it, too. Yeah. It gives them, you know, the imperfections allow them to see something in a different light, I think. Yeah. Ja, um... What inspires, like, your, what you're focused on when you're taking your photos? I guess it depends. Like, I usually go out. If I'm, I don't find I have a project or anything, I just kind of, whatever visually stimulates me for the day or whatever looks cool, you know. Um, I like a lot of historical photographers. Gordon Parks, obviously, you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. Um, Lee Friedlander. A lot of the 70s, 80s photographers. Um I like to just look back on their work and kind of see how they did it and how they started. And it's, it's like a, a drive for me. Yeah. I mean, I am, uh, everybody, as you guys are talking, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, scrolling through the Instagram, I'm not, not paying attention. I am paying attention, uh, with intention. Right. Uh, but when I look back at, you know, some of your, your images, you know, they're, they're striking in, in many ways and everyone kind of has that, that same vibe, yeah. but you know, I'm, you know, kind of living in uh, this black and white phase right now, and I you know scroll back to you know s- some really heavy moments in yeah. in black and white. Um, you know, why were you in that? Were you in a black and white mood? Where was it? Were you inspired by you know folks like Gordon Parks or or other folks um, during those those that time? Because I mean, obviously, when I look at some of these these black and white moments, it's moments yeah. of protest. It's moments right. of uh, civil unrest. Definitely for that era, I was inspired by um, the, pr- the protest photographers, Gordon Parks. I feel like if you eliminate color, you kind of have to focus on the composition a little mm-hmm. bit more, tell a story. So that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. Um, and I think it just preserves it a little bit more if you're shooting black and white. Yeah. yeah. I love the that, that thought. And you know, people have heard me talk about me switching from color back to black and white and I say back because that's really where I started when I was 16 17 years old but it does focus yeah. you know more in a composition right you're not you know looking at 50 other things that's in color you're you know looking at does blackness scare you like right. that's a very <laughs> bold statement and but if it was in color mm-hmm. you know maybe it kind of little bit more brings your eye to a bunch of different things you're like right. oh what color is marker is that oh look at the person in the back he's everyone is in the the same shade right. so yeah. i think that's kind of a, a cool um but just wonder you know yeah. what your thought process was there are there any um folks locally that inspire your work um definitely you guys i like your your work richard it's amazing Thank you. Appreciate definitely it. seeing that you go out into the community that's probably untouched or a lot of photographers don't go and venture into because mm. I um, kind of grew up in that community as well in Rochester inner city so appreciate it I think that's important to document thank you you know appreciate it still live there one four six two one definitely yeah, man. and that's I think that was one of the things when you talk about like inspire <clears throat> that was one of the things that gravit like made me gravitate towards Richard's work yeah. was like you know again high falls yeah. Awesome. Cobbs Hill is great. Right. But that bodega like is the lifeline of right. a of a neighborhood or True. you know, that payphone that's hollowed out or, you know, the 
you know, whatever it was or whatever it is. Right. Like, those are scenes right here in, in the city. There's a history here right. in the city. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's a very important hi- uh, history here. Uh, Rochester is definitely close to my heart, being born here, and just understanding um, the mass amounts of greatness it's done for the world. I feel like it needs to be preserved in a way. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah. Greatness so that's what, it's that's done what drives for the world. Me. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I think we're gonna take a quick commercial break here, and yeah, yeah sure. Back around and get some final thoughts. No doubt. All right. In a moment of zen. All right, we're back right here, and we're just going to go around real quick and just talk about basically what you're going to bring to the gallery and uh, where you guys can be found on social media or websites or whatnot. Or not found. Or not found. Yeah, it's up you to You know, there. if you want to be low-key, that's, <laughs> that's okay with us. Um, but, yeah, so, Victoria, what do you bring to the gallery? So, I'm going to bring film photography specifically from my plastic toy cameras. Awesome. Um, nice. Because I wanted to showcase, again, like the accessible side of photography, that it doesn't have to be expensive equipment. It can be everyday kind of things and just having fun with it. And then they're mostly just, yeah, they're scenes from the city, things that I've been coming across in my daily life and in neighborhoods. But just hopefully from a maybe a little bit more of a whimsical perspective, maybe a little more fun or different, not just here's you know, high falls, but from a different uh, lens, literally, and trying to play around with it a little bit more. Awesome. As we go around, I just want to make sure people know I love the high falls, okay? <laughs> I don't want it to it's seem okay, like... you can hate I don't it. want it to <laughs> seem like... great. Man, Q hates the high... I, I loved... My grandmother came and visited. It was the first place I took her. I was like, hey, there's waterfalls in the middle of Rochester, right. but don't take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, what about you? What do you... Uh, what are you bringing into the, the gallery and where can folks find you? Yeah, uh, well, I'm sort of bringing in some older work, honestly. Uh, there's just some stuff that I've been sitting on that I really want to just, like, get out there and get printed. Lately, if you kind of, like, look at my page, it's more, like, cityscape and stuff like that. But honestly, most act- everything that I'm bringing is going to be more landscape and nature uh, photography. And like I said, the first one, is one of the first times I ever picked up a camera. One of the other ones is shot in my backyard with the first roll of film I ever shot. Awesome. So there, there's just like a lot of like, it, this stuff is kind of like personal to me. So great. And uh, you can find me really the only place is just Instagram right now. And it's just basically my name. It's Riley underscore moose. So awesome. Yeah. Wait, Victoria, we forgot to ask you, where can people find you? So, yeah, I, I only exist on Instagram. Um, Unless you don't want people to find you. You're not yeah. in front of us right, right now. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not real. You want to be low-key. Let us know. I, I'm definitely, I got to keep my account private. Okay, keep it private. Yeah. I don't have, like, a, a photography separate page, so right, right. it is both my photography and my personal life. We'll be, right. we'll be yeah. setting okay. it up on Friday. But no if people want to buy your work, you you know, you'll yeah. definitely have that, you know, for sale at the gallery, correct? Absolutely. Perfect. All right, cool. All right. And then Ja. So I'm bringing in some work from 2022. It's a little bit of emotional, I guess you can say. It's um, a little bit of landscape, street. It's a good variation in there. Um. It'll just be fun. You'll just have to see. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And where can folks find you? Oh, yeah. I'm on um, Instagram, Headband Steve. 
And that's pretty it. Perfect. Much it right now for me. I love that name, man. <laughs> love it. So cool. It is an awesome name. It's an awesome name. All right. So real quick, we're just going to end with, please, please come down to um, the Mercantile Main to, you know, check out our artists for October um, this Friday. Anytime the Mercantile Main is open, please come support our artists. Um, our receptions are every first Friday, 6 to Friday 8. Friday to 6 this time. So I don't want someone to be listening to it on the 9th. And right. Come through and the just like I said. You can, but. Yeah. Right. And just like I said, parking is free after 6. So, you know, there's no excuses. Come down. Um, actually, next November, our reception will be on the 10th. So there will be a different date for it. won't be on first Friday uh, next November. It will be on the 10th. Um, right now, I'm going to throw it over to our producer, Chris, for some airtime. Go for it, buddy. Oh, it's air horn time, too. Go so for it. Thanks so, <laughs> thanks so much, everybody, for coming over. Another great episode of Behind the Glass uh, recorded here at the Food About Town studio. And um, really excited to come out to the gallery opening as usual. But what I want everybody to... Uh, uh, stay tuned for is the official announcement of the launch of the Lunchador Podcast Network. Behind the Glass is a part of Lunchador going forward. We're a growing group of creative people doing audio and video-based content that are trying to create community here in Rochester by bringing people who are making things positive. There's so much divisiveness going on right now, and what we want to do is bring positivity to Rochester through building community and Guajay and Richard are a big inspiration to me for driving this network forward. And we've got some amazing shows on the network. We've got Food About Town, my podcast, Just Can't Not. We're going to be interviewing all the people that make Rochester and the surrounding areas great. Punches and Popcorn. We've got Martial Arts Movie Podcasts. We've got Coffee Podcasts, About to Record, Level Up Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And so much more coming. So Another one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> another one, another one, another one, just like he says. Uh, so if you go to Instagram, follow Lunchador Podcast Network. I'm really excited about what's coming here in Rochester. It's a great time to be in Rochester. Positivity is coming, and it's community that's going to make it happen, not anybody else. So thanks, as usual, for another episode of Behind, Behind the, the Glass, glass. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> see you. All right. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next month. Please come out to the gallery to see our artists. Victoria, thank you. Raleigh, thank you. Ja, thank you. Q. All right. We'll see you guys. Peace.